High school dances are nothing like they used to be. Avery Warsaw. Good job. Okay, now start this one. Do girls still sit on the side of the dance room and wait for a guy to ask them to dance? Ask SR Clara. Senior Clara cleans grandmother. This innocent question brings about a very outdated tradition and reveals just how dramatically high school dances have evolved over the decades. The fashion, music, and dance moves at my homecoming dance are hardly comparable to high school dances of just a couple decades ago. On the day of the dance, I spent about two hours getting ready. I carefully picked out earrings, pinned my hair back, and paint my nails. As I am waiting to head over to my friend's house, I flip through Snapchat stories, seeing my peers post their glittery eye makeup, curled hair, and polished outfits. Start over. Mm -hmm. Around five o'clock, I met up with some friends to take group pictures and eat pasta for dinner before we all drive to the dance together. Good job. The six of us walk in, show our $10 tickets, and head towards the cafeteria, which has been transformed into a dance room. There are light-up balloons hanging from the ceilings of the common area. Several round tables are scattered to the right, and string lights are wrapped around the bright columns lining the hallway. Lemonade and small cups of popcorn are handed out through the concession stand. Two photo booths are set up against a wall with a line of chatty students eagerly waiting their turn to take goofy pictures. Around 1,250 students attended the event, creating a fun, crowded, and anonymous atmosphere. Most girls wear tight dresses, and guys are usually found in suspenders and have a bow tie. Flashy, colorful lights illuminate the otherwise dark dance floor. Students dance closely as pop and rap music blare from the speakers. I hang out with my group of friends the whole night, taking part in the cha-cha slide and bopping the songs like Apple Bottom Jeans by Flo Rida and Cardi B's I Like It Like That. We laugh at the fact that security guards are on a blue aerial lift near the black wall, overlooking the dance floor with flashlights. It is no lie that dirty dancing is an issue in this day and age. The center of the dance floor is littered with Students grinding on each other. As the party wraps up at 10 o'clock, my friends and I get something to eat. We drive to Steak and Shake where we order milkshakes and fries and talk about the night. My experience is typical of high school dances in 2018, but each generation has a unique idea of what it was like to dress up and dance with their peers. As the decades pass, school dances adopt completely different characteristics. The changes start out gradually and build over time. Let's go. Ten years ago, when Brittany De Lo Martinez attended high school, the dance was not too different from today. The dance was a big deal. We were always excited. Brittany remembers getting her hair and makeup professionally done and wearing loose, sparkly glasses. 
She would meet with friends before the dance, take group pictures, and head to a place for dinner, like Peretti's or Boatworks in Holland. Brittany explains how girls would usually go with a male counterpart instead of the big groups of girls that are more common today. These couples would pile into a friend's minivan and head to the high school together. The dance room was set up in the school's cafeteria, usually decorated minimally and with string lights. When asked about the most popular songs, Brittany giggles, saying, This is embarrassing. Apple bottom jeans and get low. Ironically, music taste has not aged too much in the past 10 years. As for dance moves, Brittany recalls, There were a lot of dance battles and still a lot of grinding. But we didn't know how to twerk yet. That wasn't really a thing. Once the dance was over, it was traditional it was traditional for Brittany and her friends to end the night with a sleepover. Alicia Barnaby's high school experience was something straight up out of that 70s show. The year was 1978 when the disco era was in its peak. As the homecoming football game ended, Alicia headed to the dance with her date. Because the dance was directly after the game, people showed up in an array of outfits. The court was dressed up, girls wore long dresses and had their makeup done, and some boys would wear suits, explains Alicia. Football players wore their jerseys, but everyone else just wore their coolest outfit. The style was much more flamboyant. Suits often had big collars and were in pastel colors, while dresses were flowy and loose. For homecoming, though, girls did not usually go dress shopping or get their makeup done. Alicia remembers wearing jeans and a black satin shirt with, of course, blue eyeshadow. The dance was in her school gym, decorated with crepe paper balloons and some homemade signs. Fold-out chairs lined the gym walls and functioned not only as a place to rest and hang out, but as Alicia explained, sitting in the chair signaled to people that you were available to dance with. As a local band played Stairway to Heaven, everyone was out on the dance floor. People danced awkwardly. Once, uh, Alicia laughs, the hustle was the most popular dance, but most of the other dance moves were inspired by the show American Bandstand, recalls Alicia. Dirty dancing was unheard of. People were so pretty innocent, she remarks. Typically, teens ended the night at a house party with some friends. Alicia remembers these dances as fairly unsophisticated and basic, but like any other generation, they had their unique fun. In 1948, Bernice graduated high school. As she reminisces on the dances, she laughs, saying... I wish I could dance now. Dancing was a bigger part of the culture in her day. After lunch, they sectioned off the cafeteria and we would dance. On any normal day, Bernice belonged to a high school sorority, which put on three dances each year. She explained how she would typically go with a date or a double date and meet her friends at the dance. Many couples rode streetcars downtown unless you were lucky enough to get a friend, boyfriend, who drove or a father that had a car. Couples usually did not go out to dinner before dances. Bernice mentions that she didn't go to the beauty parlor or get nails done before dances either. Instead, girls girls used rollers to curl their hairs. As Bernice looks at a photo from high school, she realizes that everybody had long curly hair, not straight like they have it now. As As for dresses, They were always very elegant, long ball gowns in a dressy, satin material. Satin Satin material. (laughs)
I can see it right now, she whispers as she pictures her prom dress from 70 years ago. Bernice describes the venue as magnificent. Big ballrooms and nice hotels downtown. Yet she also experienced more typical dances in the smelly high school gym. Despite the venue, there was always impressive live music bands playing classic tunes from Lionel Hampton, Tommy Dorsey, Frank Sinatra, and Glenn Miller. It was beautiful, soft, romantic music, Bernice remarks. We didn't play our loud music. The jitterbug and slow dance were most common in her day. Nobody danced separated, separately like they do now. We held on to each other. Times were different, as Bernice describes it. It was a calmer existence. They were good times, but every year has their fun. As so- society, society. society changes through the decades, so does high school culture, not only fashion and music taste evolve, but the way teens interact with each other has changed. It's interesting to realize that what current high schoolers know as a high school dance differs from dances 10 years ago and will differ from those 10 years from now.